Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, just speaking to the mic for me. Hello. Yes, we have arrived and we are talking and this is a test. Fab. Yeah, hi. I'm really gorgeous. How are you? The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. On an extra special episode of the Gossip Gaze podcast. We've got a letter from a left out lover. And we're joined by two stunning icons. Yes, it's us, Licorice Black and Juno Birch. Yes, that is stunning. The Gossip One, two, three. We have to do that to sync the audio. We don't, we're not like, they're looking at We are freaks. gimps as well. <laughs> Oh, yeah, honey. But, <laughs> that is the very high-tech way that we have worked out how to sync audio between different devices. You're welcome. We're backstage gossip. It was musical, though. It was, it was a bit of harmony. It was really musical, though. Oh, well, oh, that's yeah, we us, are, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. We're like Chloe like, like, and Halle, or, you know, <laughs> the other two. That, Velma and what's-her-face? Chicago, no? Right, Velma sorry. and who? <laughs> And she goes. Who are they? Velma Kelly and Wynn? Roxy. Roxy Hart. Yes, Licorice Black. Ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary friends, we are joined today by the icons, stunning pieces of art, walking art. Myself and Billy. No, joking. We're joined by Juno Birch and Licorice Black. Welcome to the show. Hello. Now that was musical. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. You're going on tour together. We've got you on because we've got loads to chat about. You're going on tour. You're BFFs. We're well, BFFs. Well. How did that you... drama? No. no. We, just... we sense drama. Yeah. We're, we're going to make drama for the tour. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, so you're going to fall out in the coming yeah. months? Yeah. It's all going to be plagiarised. She's going to get absolutely yeah. bullied all the way through it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if if she falls out, if she like really falls out with you and it goes into real life and you just need to replace someone that kind of looks like her but's not really as pretty, I could do it. <laughs> I mean, I've got a white face, she's got a white face. People in America aren't going to know. They really won't know, to be honest. Do you know, know what I mean? The They'd difference. be like, God, that licorice has piled the yeah. pounds on. <laughs> oh my God, her English accent's really changed. Where um, are you from, licorice? I'm Mancunium. You don't sound it at all. I know, right? It's really weird. I, I, I think it's has be- a, you have a drag in your voice, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I don't even know. The weird thing is, though, I don't sound like anyone from back home either. Like, I'm from South Manchester, so um, Stockport. Like, but I don't sound right, like anyone. Right, so ca- it's kind of... People that don't know Manchester listening at home, it's kind of like... 
Stockport's kind of like the belly button of Manchester, isn't it? <laughs> and the, do you know what I mean? Possibly filled with a bit of manky fluff. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. A bit humdinger, but there is nice parts. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're Scousey, right? Scousey kinda, ways. I don't know. Well, I, I grew up in Frontyman Runcorn. Wow. So, yeah. Where's that? <laughs> Where's Runcorn? Yeah, where's Runcorn Bridge? We used to call it Uncle Fridge. I don't know why when we were kids. You know oh, the big bridge? The big green one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that, that where rust? you got your look from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the rust. And the rust. <laughs> isn't isn't Runcorn where um, two pints of lagers? Uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, oh, is it? Yeah, well, nice oh, I was going to say you're probably the most famous thing to come out of Runcorn. But maybe you're the second most famous <laughs> thing to come out of Runcorn, which is even funnier. <laughs> you, you probably are, right? Put that on the poster. Maybe. Say yeah. Yeah, I am. That's it. Definitely. Definitely. Well, when everyone asks, I always say Frodjum. I'm too embarrassed to say Frodjum. If people ask you, like, (coughs) what do you do? What's your answer? What's your go-to answer? I love asking other queens that. I just say that I'm a drag queen. Do you? Yeah. And what do you say? I say artist. Do you say artist? I say entertainer. What do you say, Bill? Um, I work for Direct Line at the moment, so I just say I'm on the phone. Did you know that was coming? (laughs) Yeah, set him up for a fail. Um, I always say I'm like an entertainer. I always get a bit, I don't know why, I I still feel sometimes embarrassed. I get really embarrassed because we went to the comedy show the other week and I got picked on in the crowd and the guy was like, so what do you do? And I'm like, do I say DJ or do I just say I work for Direct Line? I don't want to sound like a knob being like, oh, I'm a DJ. I don't know why, like... I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? I yeah. think it's because you expect, like, loads of questions to come after it. Yeah. Especially, That's like, in, when yeah. you're in taxi, mm-hmm. you know the rest of the journey's going to be yeah. questions about yeah. what, where do you do it, how do you do it. What so do you do you in the day? No one, ever th- <laughs> no one ever thinks we can make a living from it, Eva. Do you mm. find that? Yeah. Where did you meet? Because you she's, she's are, like, bookends. She's, as I said yeah. earlier, you're going on tour together. Where did you actually meet? The first time that we met, yeah. I I wasn't living in Manchester. I was living in my bedroom at my dad's because I'd just come back from London uni, and I was going out to Chateau Boudoir, and then uh, we met there, didn't we? Yeah. And then I asked, you hadn't I said, done drag by this point, had you? No. I said to Licorice, "Excuse me, can I perform?" And, <laughs> and, and Licorice was like, "We don't do singers." <laughs> oh! No, 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 right. That's not how it went down. Okay, let's hear Licorice's side of the story. So, I remember you coming up to me in the club, and I I, like, it was Cha Cha Boudoir, so you know how it is, it's absolutely jam-packed, like, you can't, you you know, it's trying to crazy, trying to move around, because sub's so tiny. So people outside of Manchester don't know it, sorry to interrupt you there, Licorice. Cha Cha Boudoir was kind of this really alternative night when it was fair, how many years does it go back? Oh, like, about six, seven years now? Oh, it's older than that. Oh, you're not a lie. It Eight is. Years. It is because my first ever night in drag was at Cha Cha Boudoir. Was it? I, I have yes. pictures of this as well. I have oh, pictures. No way. I do. Is it, was it the one where you had the gold face? Whole gold face Whole and gold a red face, turban. red turban. I've got pictures. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. I'll post them. <laughs> Fantastic. Right, well, pictures coming, but yeah. it's this, it, it, when it was, when it was birthed, it, there was nothing like it. I mean, we've no, got, no. we've got other nights like it around the country now, but there was. No, I don't think there is really. I think, mm. I don't know. It was... Well, there's like the rabbit hole. Yeah, there's a rabbit hole. Um, but like, it's hard to look back now because we're so used to it. And like, mm-hmm. you know, things with drag race and so many we're oversaturated with drag nights now. But like going back about eight years, there literally wasn't that much. You had your, you know, your classic Canal Street girls like doing the shows or you had like the birdcage. 
and then that was it in Manchester. There was nothing else really alternative, like big. That was like big. club night combined mm-hmm. with drag performance. Yeah. yeah. Which is what, yeah. like you say, we're used to now. But anyway, back to what you were saying. So your version of events yeah. when you met. So I think I was either performing or I was just at the night because that always was. And I remember Juno coming up to me and she, she wasn't in her blue makeup by this point and she just was dolled up gorgeously like, you know, she is when she goes out a night out anyway. And she's wearing a, a big blue fur coat and a hair done up all vintage and bright blonde hair. And I just remember thinking like, oh, you look really fabulous. I'm always attracted to like people who are just like a bit, you can just tell someone who's just a bit like, quirky in the right out way. there themselves <laughs> and not afraid to look how they want to look yeah. and then I opened my mouth yeah I was like oh I can tell you're gonna be fun and she and she was like um can I perform I was like yeah everyone can perform at cha-cha we have you know we have women we have men everyone can perform or anyone else in between um like everyone can perform at cha-cha I was like but we don't do live singing like, as in the sense of, yeah. it's all lip sync. So, so Juno's take home was no singing. Yours yeah. was anyone can perform but you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this friendship's gone on and on. Now, you're going on tour. I keep saying we'll mention it later, but let's just, let's just fucking talk about it. Yeah. You're going on tour and it's, yes. it's, it's, a, it's a global. It's a global phenomenon. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's, ca- it's kind of a world tour, isn't it? It's well, it's a world it invasion. Is, yeah. Yeah. World invasion yeah. And it. it's called mm. Attack of the Stunning. And Wilder. it's like, it's nothing like, like we do brunches together, don't we? We do cabarets together, but this is a whole show that we're writing together that is going to have performances that no one's ever seen and it's just going to be absolutely gorgeous. And we start touring in the UK in April 2022. Wow. America, May 2022. No, sorry, Australia, May 2022. Then... America in June 2022. So it's kind of a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Can you say it's a big deal? Do you feel silly saying it's a bit of a big deal? But no, it's a fucking big deal. It is a massive deal to me. Like, that's... If I could write down all my dreams of things to do, that is one of the main things is to go around the world and perform. Yeah. Because, like, out of everything that I do, performing is the thing that I'm most passionate about. Amazing. Um. So... Oh, we're excited, aren't we? Oh my god, Jared. I can't wait. It's kind of snowballed, really. Like, we were originally only doing, like, a little UK tour. Yeah. And, like, that was exciting enough. Like, oh yeah, I get to do a tour. But then, as it's slowly gone on, it's like, okay, we're going to now do America. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Then we're doing Australia. Okay. And then, possibly, maybe some other places if... And now, now when fucking Helsinki... Here's this, because we've got massive fans in Helsinki, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, and, and all over the world. I think we've got two listeners in Ohio. Oh. We might even end up in Ohio. Where's Ohio? Ohio? America. Oh, we're already going there. <laughs> right, well, I know we've definitely got half a listener in Tasmania, so listen out, girls. <laughs> after being on this show, it might take you even further. This is the push that we really needed. <laughs> Juno, you said your, you know, the biggest thing out of drag that you love is to perform. Yeah. But you, you, you kind of started with your sculptures and your artwork. Yeah. How was that? Was the sculptures and the artwork your gateway? Did you always know you wanted to perform, or was the performer shy inside? What? Tell me about that. I story. always, I, I always knew I wanted to perform, and I always knew I wanted to do drag. But because of how much it was just men doing drag, which is on the mainstream. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I could, I, I could do it. And at a point in my life, I was—I didn't have 
I wasn't comfortable with my body and I'd not had genital reassignment surgery, which was something for me that was important. I didn't feel comfortable. I was I was worried about what people thought what gender I was. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to a point where I was happy with my body, I was kind of like, I actually don't care anymore and I don't give a fuck and I'm going to do absolutely what I want to do, which was to go and do drag. When was that turning point? To, um, when I turned 20, 22, right. I think. Um, and I started doing sculptures around that time, I think. And then... I think when I moved to Manchester, that's when I was like, okay, I found somewhere where I can actually go on a stage and perform. Do you think you moving to Manchester and then obviously you start performing here and stuff, do you think that has had an influence on your drag as well? Well, I think before I moved to Manchester and before I started going out to Manchester, like drag shows and stuff, I started drawing that Mm -hmm. character. Like I was doing it when I was in uni and everything. So I kind of, I know, and now and again at Halloween, I would just paint myself blue. Like there's pictures on me from like 2010, where I'm like completely painted head to toe blue. It was just something that I was attracted to. And can I say, I remember, I can't know when this was, but I remember asking you in a club once about your makeup. And is it right that you, when you started, you'd paint yourself with acrylic paint to your body, your yeah, face? Yeah, I've done that before, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's cracking up. <laughs> Babe, I just, I, I have just these images of you popping to Morrison's in the morning for some breakfast, still with like blue oh. skin. <laughs> oh my God. I think I literally used like a scouring pad to like take it off. Oh Took about three layers of skin off every time yeah. you did that. But drag. the thing is with acrylic paint, it peels off like a face mask. So you can kind of just like peel off right and it went from acrylic paint to snazaru to like foundation <laughs> we've been through the snazaru haven't we, we <laughs> licorice will tell you we've been through a similar journey we we did skip the acrylic paints and scouring pads <laughs> but we did snazaru for a while oh, do you know? and if it was hot in that club it would oh, be dripping i remember one specific night being sat in kiki upstairs in kiki and we both i think finished our gigs and it was like the club was going on downstairs in void and we were sat up there for some fucking reason and we were just both melting melting <laughs> our faces off in snazaru and we we're like we should really try something different, shouldn't we? Yeah. And then, I can't remember who it was. Then I think for a little bit, I started using Illamasca because I remember Anna... Oh, Grace. It would have been Grace. Was it Grace probably. or Anna or someone was like, oh, Illamasca's this one. And it was like 14 quid. And guys, when I say at home, it was the tiniest fucking part. No shade to Illamasca, but two nights and it was gone. Oh, double, was it double wear? It was. I can't remember what it was. It was in yeah. these little pots. And then when I started moving on to the oil-based makeup and oh. setting it with powder, she was on to a winner. People forget, it's drag is so uncomfortable and I also think the the kind of the bigger you are or the more like pads and costuming you wear the the more uncomfortable it is all of these new these new skinny queens these twinks in the remis and the little leotards I'm jealous they look so comfortable as well (laughs) (laughs) even though they like waists are cinched to the high heavens which I go that's probably the uncomfortableest bit like Like, sorry go on (laughs) like literally I just kind of look at them and go you've got all your skin out you must be absolutely breezy must be so cool they fit they can fit the costumes in the handbags the the costumes are coming out of a clutch bag some of them (laughs) (laughs) these new London queens have got a remy on and a thong and I'm like do you know what good for you must Good for you. Must well. save a fortune. I'm in about four meters of fabric every time I step out the door. <laughs> oh my god! I I realised recently I've got the same pads as you. Really? But I had to shave mine down a lot. 
because my, because I've already got massive hips anyway. Mm-hmm. Those on because I didn't realise how big they actually are. <laughs> I've had to shave them down like half. So half I as much. did that, Juno, and let me tell you. And then throwing them in my bag every weekend. But in about three months, they were like Compressing. piece of paper. <laughs> so now I don't bother, and now yeah. I kind of just embrace how big they are when I get them. And when the when the pads are new. Mm. You'll know because I will be really fucking sweating because I'll have about seven pairs of tights on. And yeah, it'll be like you've got a toaster in your ass. Honestly. Like, that's how big they are. They're massive. Yeah, they are but massive. I think I'm just going to persevere until they've squashed down and then they'll be fine. I <laughs> need to do that because I've got my old pads and oh, let just to say, they, um, they're hanging on with oh. dear life. There's they're like the stinkiest part of drag, of aren't they, Liquid? Uh, well, no, because I wash them. Um, <laughs> I, I like, me too. Me too. Yeah. I'm on such a mission of like making sure queens wash their drag. There's Same. nothing worse than a smelly queen. <laughs> the gossip case. So this week we've got a letter coming on the gram, and it says, "Hey boys." And this week, girls, I need advice. My ex and I broke up just over a month ago after almost five years together. I felt completely blindsided by the whole thing and thought we were in a good place. We're no longer in contact, but I find myself worrying about them at times, completely out of the blue. I feel like I've been having good days and moving on, but then randomly the emotion will come, hit me like a ton of bricks, and I find myself wanting to talk to them. Although Probably they don't want to hear from me. I need some advice on how to move on and how to stop caring because the not knowing is so hard. Please, please, please keep this anonymous. So what have we got? Somebody here who's been broken up with. Yeah. Uh, they were together five years and now they're just they being left thinking the about them. Obsessed every t- with them still. Right. Every time. No, oh, no Juno was right. there. We go. You get an advice from the bitch. Yes. Everyone sat back. Right. Sit back, Lucas, ladies. Sat back. Sit we're all back. sat back. Here we here go. We go. Sat um, I would say, first of all, I would say, have you got them on any social media or any number? Good one. Because if you have, that's bad. Yes. Because if you are still emotionally attached, then if you see them or if you tempted to go and look yes. at them, then you're gonna have you're gonna you're gonna set your emotions off again. And I know it's hard. You just have to like. Delete, delete, delete it. Out of sight, out of mind. And then I would also say, make sure that you tell yourself that you're absolutely gorgeous every day. Yeah. To the point where it's like, oh my God, I'm absolutely stunning. <laughs> and then yeah. you're like... Hi there, it's me. I don't need anyone. <laughs> yeah. In the mirror. Maybe yeah. there's some positive self-affirmations that need to happen. Oh yeah, absolutely. Now well, like, I would say like, delusion is like the key to confidence. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking to the number one delusional person in the UK right now. <laughs> But you trick your brain into thinking that you're absolutely gorgeous to the point where you believe it. Yeah. yeah. And then and then the more you believe it, the more you, you your personality, it comes from the inside. So do you think this person just needs to, out of sight, out of mind, focus on you? Tear off the bandage. Okay. Can I ask, has anything similar ever happened to you? Have you ever split up with someone and been obsessed? Because um, this person's saying there's been five years, so I'm sure... Oh, God. Oh, no. I don't think so. I think... Well, I had a boyfriend in uni, and when we broke up, it really broke my heart. Right. But, um, and at that point, I was like, I transitioned and everything, and I was like, very, I have to fit into being a straight, passable woman. Okay. Mo- like, that was years ago, because I was insecure. Um, 
so it really like because it, it was like oh I'm never going to find anyone because I was trans so uh, that's what my mentality was years ago but like I think my way of dealing with it was just to to just d delete all contact move on yeah, yeah. alright so that's well you... also I want to say one thing go on then whoever you are you are absolutely stunning and gorgeous and you that you obviously deserve way more well, there we, we got a perfect video edit for the clip. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Billy, now I'm going to move straight over to Billy. I hope you don't mind, Licky. I'm bypassing you slightly here. But only because I know Billy's been through a similar search. Oh, I was on a rocky road for a couple of years, darling. Darling, and I don't want to say obsessed at first just in case it ever gets out there. But let's be real. <laughs> let's be real. At one moment in your life, you would think about them and then think, I'm just going to go to bed. Oh, my God. And, and not then you, stop thinking about them. And then you dream about them and then you wake up and be like, why am I dreaming about this person all the time? But yeah. it is true. Just, just delete them off your phone. Live your life. And do you know what? One day you'll just be sat there and you'll be like, oh, I've not thought about them in like four weeks. Oh, my God, it's been a year. I've not thought about them. And then you'll just become... And years later, you'll go, why did I ever? Exactly. Well, this is what he's exactly. like now. Is he, now he's like, no, oh, like, why? repulses me. Exactly. Yeah. But at the time, you don't ever feel like you're going to get out of it. And then when you do, you're like, oh, my God, finally. I've that. It's like a, like, a, like a weight lifted. What were the stages for you then? How did you... Because you say one day you'll just realise you're not thinking about it, but were you doing something different? Were you no, actively... I just think it's time. I feel like time is the healer. But they're I saying think... it's been five years, honey. No, were were they together five years or has it been five years? I thought they were together for five oh, years. Oh, over a month ago. They've only been a month. Oh, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's not five years. We've just God. dished out advice for someone that's been broken up for five years. Yeah. Same applies. Delete them, game. It's only been a month. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yeah, no. When it's only been a month, I mean... I'm just going to be honest, it took me at least two, three years. You definitely need to do what Juno's saying and wipe them out. Yeah. Rip the band-aid off, block them on everything. Yeah. Like, wipe them out, get them rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like... give Juno a call, she knows a guy. <laughs> He's from outer space. <laughs> and he will take them away. Anti-Juno. No, yeah. agony anti-Juno. <laughs> we could, maybe we should take this. We the rival podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you could do a crossover on your channel. Auntie Juno's fucking fun hour <laughs> with special guests, the Gossip Gate. Anyway, listen, I think Juno's right. You need to block them off everything. Go on, hon. Uh, something I hear a lot is people saying, like, when they break up, they'll say, oh, but we're still friends. Yeah. But it's difficult because if if one person is still in love with them, yeah. it's kind of impossible to, to still be, be friends. friends. But yeah. you subconsciously tell yourself, no, it's okay, I'll be friends with them. But it's just ripping off the band-aid. And I, though, like, my first ever proper boyfriend when I moved to Manchester, we were together maybe, like, four weeks. I know it's not the same thing, but then we were like, actually, we are just friends. But they were together five years, so it's different. So I think it can work, but I weren't in love with this person. Mm -hmm. well, this person's like thinking about them non-stop. I think what you need to do is, is distract yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I know this is probably bad advice, but you need to go and get that pussy pounded. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just going to be real. Just You need to get your leg over to get over. You need to go out. You need to suck on a few lollipops, toot on a few sweets, tweak a nipple here, wake up in a stranger's bed and think, fucking hell, I'm... I'm have Living you... my life. I mean, maybe not everyone wants to do that, but that would be my way it of dealing help. with it. Your way could be a different distraction. Your way right. could be filling your time with friends. So... I'm being metaphorical when I say get your leg over, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. 
can I just say, you never normally have a spread on. There's food Listen, out today. Wait, me. My Jojo was like, I'm not having licorice coming around, so I'm not putting some bits out. Right. My Jojo loves licorice. Right, okay. <laughs> and I love him. Because from clubbing in Manchester, like I was always kind of off and away working, and he was out jaw swinging in some club somewhere, <laughs> and Licky would always look after him, wouldn't you, baby? Right, no. okay. Back in day, not I, nowadays. Now I think sometimes he's big... probably just a bit drunk and thought, I was you, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, honey, he, he's, he's a chubby chaser, love. Well, well these days, but hell, yeah. <laughs> oh, behave. Oh, it's been a long lockdown. What have you been up to this week? Have you done anything mad? Do anything interesting? Oh, what have we done? What day Life's is it? Life's still semi-boring, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's it is. like semi-boring. It's like fucking we half did a, and half. Didn't we do a brunch the we other did day? A, we did a brunch. Oh, oh, Where just, in London? Uh, no, it was no, in Manchester. Manchester. Where at? In Birkella. Birkella? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wait, <laughs> is that in like print work? That is Hetty, right. Hettiesville, honey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was, was, was Did you fill Hettiesville with the gays? Um, there was a few in. We couldn't <laughs> see the gays because there were so many Hatties like at the front. Yeah. Okay. It was Hindu Central. And... But I kind of, even though I prefer like a, a really gay audience, mm. I kind of was living for it because I kind of like just reading them to filth well, when they're screaming. Yeah. I find Hetty audiences sometimes, not all the time, once they get it and they're on board and they're, and they're with you, mm. they're a little bit easier to please. Right, yeah. gays are a bit fussy. Right, the, yeah. I often find the queers are like, right, entertain me, yeah, show they, me what you got. Yeah, they want impressive judging, but, but, like, yeah. but like the straights are just like, and in their mind, easily, they've just watched season five hundred and two of RuPaul's Drag right, Race, okay. where they're spending five grand an outfit and are comparing us to that. Right, where the Hetties aren't all doing that; they're living for the moment and they quite like to be read. Yeah. yeah, you can tell I work at Pontins, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon, Pontins. It's sometimes a bit more special for them, isn't it? Whereas, like the gays, can yeah. definitely have that feeling of like, oh, I've seen it, I've yeah. been there, done that, seen that. You can sometimes see it in their eyes. Mm. I've, I've literally clocked eye connection with somebody in the audience before. Then I can feel them saying, "And they've got what, what next? Come on, yeah." And they've got X-ray vision on your yeah. nails and your yeah. shoes, yeah. and like zooming in I, on this. I wasn't like expecting that this week. <laughs> With, with the audience so I feel like sometimes I have to change what I'm performing yeah. because I, I, I do like quite a lot of theatrical stuff and like I'll reference like Joan Crawford and like really old guy icon stuff and the like hen parties are watching it like yeah, like what Where's? is actually going on Where's? <laughs> you did Liza yeah I did Liza Minnelli and, and I think everyone was just kind of like okay. who's that <laughs> yeah <laughs> What a shame. We were talking, we just had a little fag break for, for people that are really interested in the behind the scenes. And we were talking about like how iconic your look is, Juno, outside. And we were kind of also speaking about so many people are influenced by your look. Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel when you see it? Well, when people like dress up as me or like um, do looks inspired, I absolutely love it. I, I, I love it to bits. Like, it's like, um, slowly invading the earth where everyone's turning into aliens. <laughs> yes. I think it's so fab. But when, like, a big company will blatantly, like, mood board me the house down mm-hmm. and just, like, take everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, and then, like, go... And then they'll come to me on the street and go, oh, yeah, you're doing that machine alien thing. That's fab, that. What other looks do you do? And it's kind of, like, annoying because it's, like... 
I was doing it before. Yeah, you want to be like, no, they're do. doing it me, but then no one in the street's going to be like, oh, God, she's yeah. still... How delusional is this bit blue bitch here? <laughs> <laughs> People don't get it, but I, yeah. I was saying outside, it happens a lot, doesn't it, where big stars, like The weekend did a thing where, where they ripped off a face and did this fake surgery thing, kind of did it with Alexa Stone, and she was really calling them out. It seems to happen a lot to, like, queer artists that we kind of have our own... I suppose, like we were saying earlier, we kind of have our own audience. We kind of become known in our little sphere, and then we forget that the big, the big, big wide world. We're not known, so then people can just easily rip us off because yeah. we're known, but we're not known. Yeah, so they just fucking rip us off. Mm. Like something that happened the other day: a new show has opened in Lisbon. Mm. Um, I think it's called something. It's like Matt Clown Mouse, Mouse Clown or something like that. It's called something like um, Birchie Juno. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Hamster Clown. And it literally is, they've just dressed up as me. But it's not just that. They they have like a shopping trolley, they have groceries, and they kind of mimic my Mr. Bean, Charlie Chaplin, silent comedy style of drag. Yeah. And I like selling tickets for it. And it's like on the poster, it's like a creation by this person or whatever and it's just kind of like usually I don't say anything mm-hmm. but this one this time I was just like do you know what I can't be asked. I'm just going to say something I'm so gonna message I released the hounds on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> you know what sometimes it's good sometimes it's uh, it's nice to have people that will support you there is there, there is also a kind of a dodgy side to it that I do see when you see these big known like either drag race stars or whatever with thousands and millions of followers and then they attack someone really unknown and then all their followers yeah. jump on the back I think that can be toxic but I think when you've got people that really want to support your work and show you love it's nice I I do it on a completely different level I've started recently going I've told Billy have night where I wake up every morning I'll, I'll comment on two or three things on Facebook nine times out of ten it's it's to do with trans issues and I'm like jumping in there half the time I'll just give a really witty comment yeah like some guy was talking about oh I'm uh it's really hard for me. I'm in such a big dick. Really triggering on this article about... Yeah, I know. I know, yeah. About this article about, like, some trans girls' struggles, like, going through airport security. And I just commented, like, yeah, I suppose it is when it's on your head. And, like, then loads of people get involved and do your work for you. So yeah, I love that kind of... So you're like, so, so you're like the puppet master. <laughs> And then you're like, call it what you will. And I have a rule now. If I get get involved, I'll troll the trolls. Right. But I don't, no matter what gets said, and I really have to stop myself, I don't get involved. So I come in, you see the comment. Right. Then get an attention because they look at the blue tick and they're like, what's being said there? And then people get involved. And then no matter what gets said, I don't comment. Like as if like, well, I've not got time to read whatever you're putting back. You read my comment. I'm not reading yours. Even though I'm sat at home like (laughs) reading all the comments. Yeah. Like (laughs) my phone's like notification. And I'm like that little bit of endorphin. Is it endorphin? Dolphin. 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 (laughs) What I wanted to talk to you about, what we both wanted to talk to you about today is drag race. Listen. What's it's that? A, it's a cultural phenomenon, <laughs> darling. And we forgot, we veered off speaking about... Canada, do you know why? Not because, Canada, oh, no, darling. Australia. Australia. Down, yeah. down Zealand. Yeah. Um, because it was... I didn't. I wasn't really into it. I we it we tailed shit. off talking about it and we, we, I felt bad, but... Do I went connecting with I think, it saying... I think it's because it was on a Sunday as well. Like, that's when it was released. I was what always like... I was always either like still drunk or like, do you know what I mean? Hungover, so th- drunk, yes. or had a cock in your mouth. Like. 
So I lied. So like I was watching it with one eye. Do you know what I mean? And I just yeah, completely, <laughs> completely zoned out. So I think that is part of it as well. And so anyway, go on. No, go on. So they've crowned the winner anyway for the down down under. Listen, if anyone moans that we've spoiled it, don't fucking write in because it was out. It was how many days ago now? We don't oh, care. Yeah. We don't care. <laughs> Ketamine won. Ketamine. Yeah. Mm. Now really, she was the only one that could have won. Art Simone was wheeled back into the competition. Halfway Without through. any explanation, because yeah. they realised no one else had decent outfits. Yeah. And the other two, one of them had a racist tattoo and the other one was a racist, so it didn't leave a lot left for Rue to crown. Yeah, it was by default, really, but I still think she was really good. I also think she was the most entertaining, yeah. regardless of Art Simone looking great. Mm-hmm. Do you girls watch the, the franchises? Yeah. Do you get asked constantly? Are you going to be on drag race? Are you going to be on drag race? It's starting this week. Are you going to be on drag race? I'm so excited about season three, though. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. To be the judge, right? Oh, no, I'm taking RuPaul's spot. Oh, you are? She needed a trans icon instead. And Michelle Visage must be dead. What's your fave franchise out of them all? I know it's so biased, but the UK. Same. It's, you know, um, it's really difficult watching the UK one because obviously you're seeing your friends going on yeah. the show. And you just, and I, season two, I knew most of the girls and it was the most nail biting thing I've ever experienced. Just mm-hmm. sat on the edge of my sofa, just panicking. It's yeah. going like, oh, what's going to happen to him? Oh, oh, oh. Like, but yeah, we still haven't seen a really strong Manchester Queen. Just about every to say year, I'm like, yeah. when are we going to see a really strong Manchester Queen? And you won't see another one this year, neither. Imagine, well, imagine. Oh, the... Apparently, that's the rumours are rife that you're right there, yeah. yeah. Maybe they're just going to get all the Manchester girls on one season together. Oh, uh, imagine. imagine like, oh two God. or three Hunger of them. Yes. All the <laughs> two or three of them. Lil walks in, Misty Chance. <laughs> Joking, obviously, Misty Chance doesn't walk. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's gonna be. Re- it's just really weird because we've waited for it for so long, mm-hmm, and now yeah. the more it's going on, the more it's kind of making me go, "I don't want to do it." I, I honestly I feel, mean, I, I, because I, when I'm, when it gets to six o'clock, seven o'clock, I like to switch off completely, mm-hmm. and I like to not watch anything that's to do with what I do. Okay. Or so I will sit there and watch Come Dine with Me, or like yeah, some right. proper tri- trash on the telly, and yeah. like, and like forget about everything else. Uh-huh. But if I watch Drag Race, I feel like I'm working. You work, yeah. Like but it is true though. It's like my mate's a hairdresser, right? And wherever she is, she's looking at everyone's hair. Look at her and look at her. I'm like, I've never looked at her hair. Do you know what I mean? It is the same. I feel like when you're in drag, it, it is a it takes a lot of energy. Done yeah. it to watch it. You think I'd have done this, I'd have done that, I'd have done this. What's your favourite one though, Juno? Would you say it's British? American? I think I love the British one, but I also love the really early um, seasons of Drag Race US. Yeah. Like Tammy Brown. And I loved it when it was when people weren't as concerned about social media and okay. when they really didn't care about what they looked like on camera uh-huh. and they just said whatever they wanted. Yeah. I loved that, like the fights and the drama and everything. That's what yeah. I loved. Like, and that, that kind of the, when it was a bit more raw, real, and trashy. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a well oiled machine. Like now. early Big Brother days. Yeah. Like when oh, that was God, a yeah, yeah. That was Nadia. Nadia. Big yes. I was talking about Nadia today to Bailey. They didn't know who who they were. Nadia, Nadia. I was like, you not? But they're how, a lot younger than us. Yeah. Bailey, about twenty-one. About four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's a big jump, though, isn't it? Because if you think like 
I was probably watching it when I was like a teenager, so they yeah. would have been like a little yeah. kid, wouldn't they? So I yeah. loved I loved um, two thousand six Big Brother. The Which one was that one? It was the celebrity one with Pete Burns and, oh, and yes. also of the, the one with Pete Bennett, Nikki Graham, Lisa, oh, all the of them. Best. That was like that was the so top iconic. Year. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest year. Yeah, and Paul, um, remember the one with Chantel? Was she in that one? The Pete Burns one, yeah, yeah, yes. the one where yeah. Chats pretend yeah. to be in it. Uh, <laughs> what was it called? That Candy Floss yes, with a K. Hey, with with a K. K. Yeah. She had to sing her own yeah. song. Yeah. She still didn't know. It, got, it, it used to go, I want it all. I want it right now. I want it right now. Poor cow. But there's a petition for people to, to get that recorded. All right, my girls, gays, yes. and everyone in between. It's it's near the end of the show. Listen, we've gone off script. Producer lives back in the room. We've gone off script. We've Sorry got, about it. We've done our own thing, but we're having a laugh, aren't we? Yeah. We should have. I felt I felt like RuPaul. We should have left these cameras. What are they called? Microphones. Mike. Rolling. Oh, yeah. We got some been, tea. Yeah. <laughs> we got tea. We got laugh. We've been howling, haven't we, girls? Yeah. Oh my god, yes. But we want to come to some more questions from. Listeners. Yeah, so we posted on our Instagram, which is at Gossip Gaze Pod, and somebody wanted to say weirdly we were just talking about this when the when the match off, but somebody said, uh, not a question, just a huge congrats to Juno and Cyril on their dreamies. Uh, oh, on who is it, Cyril? Oh, Cyril, the cat. The cat. <laughs> I thought you called licorice Cyril. <laughs> I was like, we just did a whole show. <laughs> Sorry, congrats on congrats. So yeah, you did it. You did it. An advert for Dreamy's cats. Yeah, I feel so proud. I feel like a stage mum. <laughs> like I'm so proud of my baby. Oh. Do you know what though? I, I wish I could get Izzy to do so. What she could do an RSPCA advert. She looks like she looks like she's been on the street for a few weeks. <laughs> but I don't think I'd do a dog food one. I'll bleach that shitty ass. <laughs> I'll have you know it's been recently bleached. Thank you. Are you talking about me or the dog? Yeah. <laughs> what else have we got, Bill? Um, is um, is Licorice Black still blaming Lola for the night she hosted her at Void? What? I have no idea what, what that's about. Oh, come on. Hang on. Blame... blame Lola? Was that not a thing? Yeah, like a Blame Lola night. Oh, so I know what this is about. So basically, um, I did a one-night special where I came down to take over from Lola hosting at Void. And I got so drunk yeah. that they had to carry me out of Void. Oh! That sounds like having yeah. brunch a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to carry me out. And the worst thing was, I didn't get paid because they said I'd passed out halfway through <gasps> the shift. No, the tight bastards. I, I just said, well, I was there for half of it. Yeah. So give me half the <laughs> feet here. Yeah. Um, oh, my but, God. I have a asleep, though. I do. I'm notorious for falling asleep. And do you know what funny thing is, though? Um, Lil did a shift there and they got her so drunk that she fell down the stairs and bashed her head. Do you know what? So, so many people did that in that venue as well. Yeah. Like there was so many. Well, I well I, I did actually, used to work there, so I'm surprised that with the amount of videos that got put online of people falling down the steps, yeah. somebody just didn't take them all to a <laughs> and be like, "I fell down these steps and nearly died." And here's five other people that have done the same. Yeah. Sue the cunts. Yes, yeah. I don't know why they did it. Install the lift. It. Can install I throw? The, the lift? Are they still there? Them stairs? I'll throw myself down. <laughs> with all your I, padding, though, you'll survive. You'll be fine. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I've got a question here from Adam to the death. Said top three Jennifer Coolidge films. Um, best in show, for your consideration, and Cinderella Story. Oh, she's I've fabbing not that seen one. Any of them? Oh, <gasps> Cinderella Story. Have I seen her? 
You were it's done. Like Hillary Duff. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say we did a whole show. We'll do the whole show like this. <laughs> can I ask? You've met her, right? Yes. And I've met her three times. Well, four times. Yeah. Um, first time was in London. I went down to meet her because she was doing a pop-up pie stall or something weird for American Pie. Wow. <laughs> and it went in drag, and I didn't think she knew who it was. And she turned around. She went. Oh, I loved your impersonation of me. <laughs> and I literally just died inside because she knew who I was. Did you get a fucking wetty on? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Moister than an oyster. That goes on to the next thing. I had oysters with her in LA. What? We went for dinner. Me, Trixie and Jennifer and Phil and Trixie's boyfriend, we all had dinner and it was just... it was Surreal. Surreal. Wow. Amazing. But that video that I did with Trixie while I was in LA, I was really quiet and nervous during the makeover because... Jennifer Cooley just sat in Trixie's kitchen, just watching. And I was just like... Pinch me moment, right? Yeah. And at the time I was only doing, I was like constantly doing Jennifer's voice, like everything that I did. And I was kind of like, <laughs> I can't just do that in front of her. So I was like, <laughs> I, my name's Juno and I'm going to um, paint Trixie today. Um, <laughs> so you did my voice instead. <laughs> did you feel like your identity was stolen by the yeah. person you'd stolen it from? <laughs> How fab yeah. what this we this is kind of what we said earlier though, how this job takes us to these mad places yeah. where you just pinch yourself. I remember seeing Daniela Westbrook once in a in a train station and I, I wouldn't have recognised her had I not looked up and just seen one big nostril looking at me and I thought, <laughs> I know that nostril and I thought I wouldn't have been here if it wasn't for drag. I mean it's not the same as the Jennifer Coolidge story, but <laughs> You not know, the same at all. Icons it? and icons, you know what I mean? <sighs> Jennifer Coolidge, no? Is she not the same as. No, she, I don't know. I think she's on a different level. Right, move on there. Um, so, <laughs> songs you're sick of people performing at drag shows. Sweet <gasps> Transvestite, I think it's one of them. Oh. Um, <laughs> Where not the looking last at anybody in the room. Show of mine, <laughs> where you actually turn we... up? Because I've not sung that for years, cunt. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, you're just going to pull out Danny's like, a whole playlist or something. <laughs> yeah. then. Like, shady. <laughs> oh. All right, Licorice, what's on your fat list there, honey? No, no, no. Right, no, right. Um, my song that I hate people doing is I think it's a general hate of everyone is um, This Is Me from Oh, Overdone you, you don't do it, do you? No Oh, thank God <laughs> <laughs> This is me and it's no. just like it's like we always make a joke of it it's like, right so what we're going to do is we're going to come on and we're going to wipe off all our makeup on stage <laughs> and be really and we're going to have words like fag and yes. yeah, all those words <laughs> popping up behind us to be really emotional. Like, no, it isn't, sure. The best time I've seen that done is actually a queen called, have you ever heard Miss Tess Tickle? She's no. from like oh, Durham Ways. She's really camp, right? And she does a really cool costume reveal where she spins and it's like the, a big dress drops down. But I, I love it because the costume looks... Oh, that's Money. <laughs> that's the best I've seen it. I can't think of what song I hate queens doing. I just hate any that any that's like really regurgitated. Like if they come on and they're like, na 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 na. Oh, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean, though. Where if it's like hair flip, hair flip, head bang, head bang, chang chang, death right. drop. What yeah. you didn't see there is I did the splits, everyone. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I like to see a bit of originality on stage. Mm. Yeah, right. I think, I think as long as the song matches the person, that's fine. There's something a bit sort of like, oh, when someone's doing a song that just doesn't match. Like when I do Mean Girls the Musical. No, that's <gasps> fine. I that's love fine. Mean Girls the Musical. We oh, I love Mean Girls. Love I love it. it. I performed it. Which one? Which um, song? Someone gets hurt. Oh, I don't oh, know that one. It's not... the Regina George one. But I performed it a bunch of bitch, and I, I finished it, and I was kind of like, that was so just not me but I, I i felt like 
me Disney, me and a Disney man of us performing it. <laughs> well, we've got a Disney question. Actually, there. I've just read that. What? This is a random question. I am psychic. <laughs> really? There's ghosts all up there. Oh no, they're the dead people that I killed off the weekend <laughs> <laughs> from, from the last party I had. I just need to put them in the wheelie bin. They're just buffs. They're yeah. just buffs. <laughs> So the question is, do you like the uh, Disney Channel original movie, The Cheetah Girls? Oh, I think I watched that when I was a kid. Yeah. <gasps> Hang on, what's the song from that? You gotta strut like you mean. No, free your, your man. man. Yes, that's I the song. Yeah. Like, we are. Which Why one? do I want to say like we are cheaters? No, yeah, three girls, we honey. Are we are still together. good together. We <laughs> <think we're laughs> that would be a very saved me specific there. question. Yeah, it's very weird questions. Any more for any more before we end? Um, not that I'm going to read out. Thanks to the people on Close Friends that got it. We literally are ju- only asked our close friends. So don't forget, if you do want to be on Close Friends, we very barely, barely and barely use it. But you can hit us up on the Instagram. Yes. At Gossip Gaze Pod. Send us your problems, your queries, dilemmas at gossipgazepod at gmail.com mm-hmm. and wherever else you find us. Girls, where are we going to see you next? Because believe it or not, you I've heard on the grapevine you've got like a little teaser pleaser show in Manchester before your big tour. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. We're going to like just, you know, tweak the nipple just a little bit. Ooh. You know, a little bit of form play yes. before the big the big one yes. yes it is called absolutely completely normal cabaret and it's wow. absolutely and completely normal um, <laughs> and it's like a taste of what we're going to be doing for the tour next year um so it's going to be camp and chaotic and gorgeous so it's a bit of a preamble you're going to test the water so basically this is people's opportunity to see you guys do some numbers that may go in the tour and maybe do some things that don't go in the tour yeah. <laughs> Let's be real, that's always the good bit in it. Yeah. You, do you know what I mean? Like, I'd love to be one of them people that saw Wicked when it had them extra four songs in that got cut because they were shit. Right, do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. It could be an iconic moment this night. Yeah, yeah. So if you want to see both versions, come to both. And this probably, yes, there's probably a few things that we won't be able to take on the tour with us that we might be able to do in Manchester, so... Yeah. Oh, like big numbers? Well, no, like Just... a pram. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> hey, but you could ask for that wherever you go. I did a Sharon Needles tour years ago and she used to ask everywhere she went for a coffin. Yeah, she did. She did it at TT once and we have to build her one. We and she built used to say, wherever she went, we want a coffin. Yeah. Ask for a fucking that. pram. Yeah. Sharon Needles can have a coffin. Juno Birch and Licorice Black can have a pram. You <laughs> ask for a pram. <laughs> what am I going to ask for then? You could ask for... A coffin? You could ask, yeah. you could ask for a makeup artist maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you're booked, Danny, you're booked. You're coming on tour. <laughs> Listen, if you need a host, I would say I'm cheap and cheerful. I'm not. I'm expensive and I'm a cunt, but I'll do the job. <laughs> I've said that word too many times. I would times love you to do show. my photos. I think that'd be really fun. Should we do a crossover day? Oh my God, let's be crossovers. <laughs> Someone actually I, re- co- I really want to say let's be crossies. Be <laughs> <laughs> Girls, it's been really fun having you on. Before you go, have you got any tea for us, any gossip, anything, you, an, an exclusive, if you will? Ooh. <laughs> I'm like I'm like trying to mouth something to licorice. Oh, she, she's reminded she's she's prompted me and it was done beautifully and No one exactly. heard. No, no, no one heard. <laughs> um, so yeah, um in about a month's time I have got a very special toy coming out. I've not a sex toy. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, licorice black vibrating yeah. fist will be available. <laughs> <laughs> No, I have got... Available a... in black and white. 
Grad for it, girl. Go for it. Um, I've got a plushie coming out. It's very exciting. It's going to be um, like exclusive. You know, it'll be once they're sold, that is it. You won't be able to buy them again. So when they are released in, I think, July-ish, um, then yeah. Amazing. Very exciting. Oh my god. So you can get these plushies. Juno, you've had a plushie out. Yeah. Are we gonna see more? I wanna see a whole collection of plushies from you at some point in your career. Well, I do have another one coming out. How did I know that? <laughs> Maybe I'm psychic. It's a hot dog, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> it's a hot dog. So you could get a bundle. You could, we're gonna get bundles where you can get a, a, a licky and a hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> I think right. if you want to complete your collections, because you can, you can have the Juno, you've got the Ginny, the Joe, the, the, the Licorice, the Danny Beard soon. The Danny Beard. Yeah. I'm just going to oh, get one it. of I'm going to get one as well. Yeah. Buy you it, bitches. <laughs> With a little set of headphones on. Yeah. Your mum would buy that. Yeah, my mum would, my grandma would, my sister definitely would. She's three. Yeah. You'll buy 50 each. <laughs> yeah, they would. Oh, I'm going to do, do it. it. Let's do a gossip gaze one where we're, where we're sewn together. <laughs> 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 listen guys you'll find us same place same time wherever you fucking listen to us because it's on your schedule not mine but you'll find us back yeah. here again next week just me and bill cracking on with the with the, the day as it is as a as two living and breathing queers in this in this vile world gorgeous I see you next I week everybody emotional at the end oh shall i cry go on cry go on see you later <laughs> Oh, why does anyone listen to this? The Gossip Gaze. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.